Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen and Kyle. And as you can kind of tell, uh, you guys are going to have to bear with me. I've got a pretty bad head cold, so just we're going to deal with that as we go. But Kyle has a pretty interesting topic to bring to the table today that he has yet to tell me about. So yep, it's going to be fun. It's in the uh, kind of in the spirit of Halloween. So I'll just put that out there for now. Ooh, we are in the spooky season, so that's good. Yeah, it's very. I'm stoked. It's very mainstream currently, so. Dope. Yeah. Hopefully it's the Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but before we get into Kyle's super mainstream Halloween topic, we got to get through the business. So that includes us plugging all of our socials. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what's the other shit? YouTube. Tube you. Yep, just get on there and check out Hollow Sky Podcast, and we are there. If you have a creepy story you'd like to share with us, paranormal encounter, abducted by aliens, possessed by a demon, whistleblow conspiracy, how are they going to get a hold of us, Kyle? You guys can call us at one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow Leave a message. If it's over the length of five minutes, you'll have to call back and finish it. Or you can get on your smartphones, use your uh, voice memo app, record yourself, and then email it to us. And the email is hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you are listeners on Apple, iTunes, podcasts, and all that good stuff, make sure to pop over and leave us a review and a rating. And any of them five stars we get with a review, we will definitely shout you out on here. Right on. It'd be awesome. And with the phone calls and stuff, if you, if you guys just want to call and say hi or anything, give us, critique us, uh, give us topics. Topics, to talk about. yeah, just leads, anything that's happened in your hometown or things you've seen while driving your semi down the down the interstate or whatever. Just uh, and you don't have to you don't have to have your name included if you don't want to. It can be completely anonymous. You know, we're not picky about that. So just get at us. Yeah, and I just want to shout all of you guys out. Our downloads have been doing fucking awesome here lately. So to everybody that's tuning in, I just want to say thanks for sharing with all your friends and keep it up. You guys are awesome, and we love you. Yeah, so much appreciated. So on that note, we are going to get to our listener experience for the day, and this comes from uh, Tia in North Carolina. Hi, guys. Um my name's Tia from North Carolina. Um, I was just calling because um, I'm just listening to the new episode, and you guys were talking about sleep paralysis, and um, that maybe being a factor in the guy's story um, when he fell asleep in his um, truck and then he woke up with the bright lights. Um, I personally, for the record, uh, believe that sleep paralysis is, you know, even the the textbook sleep paralysis is not always um, just sleep paralysis. And there's a documentary on Netflix. I can't think of the name of it right now, but I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Um, where people have actually been able to stop sleep paralysis by saying the name of Jesus. And um, like, I'm not a super, like, religious person or anything like that. I, I was raised Christian, and I was always told things like that, but um, I experienced it myself before, and so I was just going to call in and share that. Um, basically, like, uh, what happened was, this was probably about five years ago, and my husband and I had been seeing some strange light formations in the sky. Um, at night, we would be on our back porch and see him, and he even recorded it once, but it was on an old phone, so we don't have it anymore, um, but we've been, we have been seeing UFOs for a while, um, and it was really crazy, but we both believed, you know, okay, well, yeah, that's definitely what they are, because they would be in formation, they would be moving together in a really weird way, um, things like that, and one night, um, I was asleep in bed, and I woke up out of my sleep, but I couldn't move, um, and I looked towards my bedroom door, and two gray aliens 
about three feet tall, um, walked in the room, and they were walking towards me, and it was literally the most terrifying experience I've ever experienced in my life, I've never had any, um, thing happen like that to me before, and I was scared out of my mind, and the only thing I could think, like, the first thing I could think of to do was to say Jesus and I couldn't move um I was trying to get the word out it was really hard to do it's like my mouth was like glued shut almost but I was moving my lips like trying to get it out and these these things are literally as I'm as this is happening they're moving towards me so I'm like, if these things get to me, like, I'm not trying to go anywhere. I don't want to be abducted. Like, I'm just like, like really trying hard. And I finally get the word Jesus out of my mouth. And it was nothing but a whisper because I was, it was so hard to move. Um, but it just came out like Jesus. And literally, as soon as I said it, they, it's like they were sucked out of my room. They flew out of my room. My bedroom door slammed shut, and it's like I took a deep breath, and I was able to sit up, and I was out of it, and they were gone, um, and so, like, I'm terrified, I'm crying, like, boohoo crying, terrified, I try to wake up my husband, he won't wake up, and I just like lay back in the bed like cover my head under the covers and just kind of like lay awake until it's daytime again um and I experienced this firsthand and I have never experienced sleep paralysis a day in my life before or since so you know I am 100% sure that it wasn't just like the medical textbook definition sleep paralysis because I've never had it not even slept walk I've never even done that before so um yeah I just wanted to share that um one strange thing about this story is that I brought this up to my husband maybe a, a few weeks ago kind of like you remember like that like I was just wanting to talk to him about it because I think we were listening to another show um we listened to another podcast called Monsters Among Us and talking about it and he could not remember me ever telling him that and I know for sure that I told him that when it happened and for him to not remember that he he even he was like that's really crazy that I don't remember that um but anyways that's it thanks guys I know this is kind of long but thanks for letting me share bye first off Tia thank you so much for calling in and describing your experience uh, I just want to say gave me goosebumps definitely creepy absolutely definitely creepy um the documentary you're talking about i'm pretty sure it's called the nightmare it's on youtube or youtube it is on youtube but it's also on uh, netflix netflix and i've seen it and it just has people talking about sleep paralysis and whatnot first thing i want to say is i don't think this is sleep paralysis i agree with that statement the fact that you guys had seen the light formations, you I mean UFOs for lack of a better term, and then this comes right on the tail end of it. It to, it's it sounds like your your typical alien abduction scenario. You know what I mean? You see the lights. Yeah, absolutely. That's like encounters of the first kind, encounters of the second kind, encounters of the third kind. But on the topic of saying Jesus's name and they disappear brings me to a part that I'm kind of torn about because you kind of hear people question whether or not extraterrestrials could be demons and Kyle doesn't like if there's one thing Kyle hates more than extraterrestrials it's definitely demons oh yeah dude they they scare me more than anything and I'm with you and for me that part of your story is what validates it so much because you give you gave so much detail of these beings entering your room. You even, you gave their height, their, you know, what they look like. And then, you know, you're trying to say Jesus's name 
And when you get it out, you see them get sucked out of the room, as you put it. I don't know. To me, it just... There's just way too many cards for it to be sleep paralysis. And the irony of it, if if you haven't backlogged our, episode, our show, I actually... In the very first episode, I go over a situation that is slightly similar to what you experienced here that I personally experienced. And that was whenever I saw what I think is a screen memory of eyes in my bedroom. And they were shaped like your your typical alien eyes. You know, they're almond shaped and everything. And I was, I got so scared that I also... I didn't say Jesus' name, but I put the covers over my head and I started saying the Our Father. And I said it three times. And then I finally had the courage to pull the covers from over my head and it was gone. So I didn't see it, you know, leave my room or anything like that. But, you know, I, for lack of better words, I did the same thing you did. And at the same time, I don't, I don't personally like the theory that aliens are demons i don't like that theory and it's more so because i don't want it to be that way not that you don't believe that it could be right yeah no i don't want it to be i just don't want it to be because i'm like i said before i'm not a very religious person but if there's extraterrestrials that come from fucking a galaxy far far away why would the name of jesus have any bearing on them at all exactly you know what i mean but you hear time and time again, because this isn't the first time I've heard someone, you know, use that as protection, the name of Jesus or pray or yeah. anything like that to get these to go away. So it's either, I mean, I don't know, man, there, you almost have, there has to be some correlation there. Yeah, for sure. You would think. You know, and it's cause... just, these things get kind of cloudy because... You hear sleep paralysis, but then in uh, probably 80% of alien abductions and stories, you hear of uh, paralysis as well, where the people can't move, they can't yep. talk, they, they just can't do anything but lay there and be abducted. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's definitely makes you think, and it definitely was a creepy story. Yeah, it's even more curious that your husband had no recollection of it. It was almost It's almost like the uh, the Betty and Barney Hill situation where Betty remembered almost everything and Barney basically didn't remember anything. Yeah, it's almost like he's either blocked it out or it's been blocked out by right. something else. I think it was more of it's been blocked out yeah, by that's... something else than him doing it himself. Not that anybody would want to remember anything like that. Yeah, it's definitely bizarre. Um, so, yeah, thanks for calling in and sharing that experience I also want to know, has anything uh, connected to the strange lights? Have you have you continued seeing them? Have you had any more experiences dealing with them? Uh, if so, definitely hit us up on Facebook or any social media, or you could even call us back in and let us know. But thanks for sharing your story, Tia. Yep, yeah, thank you. All right, so with that being said, Kyle's about to jump right into this mystery topic. It's going to be too dope. Have you ever heard of Conop 8888? Well, of course I have. Have you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Well, apparently, this is the Pentagon's plan to ward off a zombie apocalypse. Oh. Yeah. Then totally I have. Kind of. (laughs) I first got curious by it because I'd heard that the CDC had planned for it as well. So I got on the CDC's website, started doing a little bit of research. Kind of turns out that they just, since since the zombie theme has been so big in the, the past years, they kind of more or less used it as like a, a segue into how you should be pre- more prepared for natural disasters and stuff like that. You know, they used what to do in case of zombies, but then they'd be like, or an earthquake or natural disaster. You know, you should have water on hand, food, et cetera, et cetera. But I did a little more digging and found out that the Pentagon 
actually drafted a plan to fight zombies. Awesome. And literally at the beginning of this plan, which I found the actual release documents, it says this is not a joke. (laughs) This is not a joke. It's awesome that they have to put that in there. (laughs) Yeah. And um, the plan was drafted in April of 2011 by military planners of the U.S. Strategic Command in Omaha, Nebraska, which is a part of the Department of Defense. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's curious. And as we go into more details, for me, it kind of raises a little more red flags. But Red flags you, good or red flags bad? Red flags bad. Because once you, you read into it more and you read uh, news articles that have been written about it, so basically it was drafted to help uh, the military think outside the box when fighting new enemies that they haven't prepared for. And instead of waging war against, or their planners waging you know a mental war against humans, they create a a foe that they have more or less fun with and don't feel the weight of their actions. Oh, that's kind of fucked. Yeah. Well, so with that being said, it's expected that the government will declare, you know, this is, this is part of the actual plan. It's expected that the government will declare a martial law first, which is kind of, you know, given once the outbreak occurs, they're going to declare martial law, more or less, I would imagine, to keep people in their homes and to try to keep as much order as possible. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, because when you say zombie apocalypse, it's not going to be like Day of the Dead zombie apocalypse. No, and, and we'll go into that a little more. All right. But, I'm not uh, trying to dump the gun. No, 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 it's cool, it's cool. Now, in the draft, which is curious, it says, and this is a quote, U.S. and international law regulate operations insofar as human and animal life are concerned. There are almost no restrictions on hostile actions against pathogenic life forms, organic robotic entities, or traditional zombies. So that kind of gives a... It's a pretty broad stroke. Yeah, it's a free pass on, you know... (laughs) For movie examples, Terminator, uh, zombies, aliens, stuff like that. It's a free pass. We can basically, us and the military can just gun happy, mow them all down. It's kind of weird considering the advancements in like biotech and nanotech. That's It's kind of tied in. Yeah, that's what I want to get into because there are new gene editing programs like CRISPR and stuff that actually allow people to alter genes you know that's and that's just in humans right we've been messing we've been messing with viruses and stuff for a long long time and there's even to date like this year senators who are looking into lyme disease like he's actually calling for an, an inspection on the government against lyme disease claiming that the I military totally read about that. The military used and weaponized ticks to carry Lyme disease to drop over the enemies, you know, that they were fighting. And now they're just all over Illinois. Yes. And, and all you know, I feel bad for the East Coast. Because they have it worse. And you guys are currently de- dealing with uh that new EEE virus that mosquitoes are carrying and they're killing kids. So I feel for you guys. It's that's gotta be terrible. But back to the back to the subject, this is kind of cool, but it also is one of the red flags for me because in this document, by me reading off this, you will understand the, the in-depth thinking that these people did. And I almost feel like they have more knowledge on some of this stuff than they actually let on. Now, given I'm not, you know, an expert in viruses or radiation or 
weaponizing of viruses and stuff. I, I, I have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to that stuff. But in this document, it I swear, it states the the types of zombies they anticipate fighting. So here here are the types, and I'll give you like a, a breakdown on each one. There's actually quite a few. The first one they label as PZ, pathogenic zombie. They are a zombie life form created after an organism is infected by a virus or bacteria or some other form of contagion. So that that is kind of like, I take that as kind of like a, your 28 weeks later stuff. Yeah, you're wreck. Because you're not, you know, you're not actually um, raising anything from the dead, right? Exactly. It's like, like the movie Wreck where the guy weaponizes a form of uh, rabies. Yes. And it makes people just go fucking nuts and right. attack other people, therefore spreading the disease. Right. So not your typical zombie, but it's like a, a virus that makes people nuts. Yeah. Okay, so... That one's kind of a, a self-given. Like and that's terrifying. It is terrifying. I feel like out of all the possibilities, like that is probably, in my mind, from what I've read so far, the number one thing that could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the most plausible one. And once again, we do dive into this a little bit later in the episode and, and some of my research about this possibility, which like we're kind of talking about here, is probably the top of the list, you know, as far as being possible. Because I'll just, I'll wait till we get into it later. Okay. My brain's starting to just run circles. That's what I wanted. <laughs> so the next one they label as RZ, radiation zombies. They are a zombie life form created after an organism is infected by an extreme dosage of ele- electromagnetic and or particle radiation. <laughs> How shitty would it be if virus zombie apocalypse starts and they're like, hey, the only way we're going to fucking solve this is to just nuke the shit out of everything. They're like, oh, hey, we got rid of all these zombies. And then they all raise back up as radiation zombies. Yeah, but that this is like one of the red flags for me because I know nothing about electromagnetic and particle radiation. I, I have no knowledge in this stuff because it's it is advanced stuff. But that almost... It could be me being kind of a little paranoid and stuff, but doesn't that almost trigger the thought, like, what do they know that radiation and oh, this, shit, yeah. this stuff can actually do? Because why else would you think of this? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, What's the first thing they do whenever there's a radiation leak? Like, look at Fukushima. Look at uh, Chernobyl. First thing they do is get everyone the hell out of there. Right. So, and then they quarantine it. Where they're like, "Don't go in there. You're gonna die." <laughs> yeah. But they, they're like, "You're gonna die of radiation." Well, they should be like, "You're probably gonna die a zombie attack." And you've heard the reports of like in uh, Chernobyl and stuff of this excess radiation creating like hybrid wolves and stuff that are just huge. And I've heard reports of it. I can't verify if it's true or not, but just you know. Keep that thought in your head. Now, this one, this next one is a little curious, but once again, it makes me wonder. They labeled this this next type of zombie as EMZ, evil magic zombie. Now, you you hear that, and I know you're just kind of like, dog. bullshit. Voodoo. That's basically what it is. Don't fuck with the voodoo. It's, it's a zombie life form created via some form of occult experimentation in what might otherwise be referred to as evil magic. So that's, yeah, that's the first one I think of, you know, voodoo and like necromancy. Damn. But once again, now unless, this this is one of the ones where I could kind of see it being like, okay, well let's have fun with this. But But at the same time, I I do believe in the practice of voodoo and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And it's not even so much that, like, like in my brain, I don't feel like they're, again, raising the dead. No. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's a form of mind control where once they get this, this voodoo going and they get inside this person's head, it's gonna they're going to do whatever the fuck they want, they want them to do. You right. know what I mean? So you're just as good as a zombie and not even having to be dead or have a virus. Right. Can you imagine if you had, like, 100,000 people that were brainwashed and whoever's pulling the strings are like, hey, go somewhere and fuck some shit up. Right. But just like in the uh, Project Bluebeam that yeah. we just discussed, yeah, exactly. which is weird connection. 
Damn. But uh, this next one that they label as SZ, Space Zombie. They are life forms originating from space or created by toxic contamination of the Earth environment via some form of extraterrestrial toxin or radiation. So once again, that's another one. What do they know that we don't know? Like if a meteorite hit, the, I think there is there is a zombie movie where a meteorite hit the Earth and it raised the dead. Or what about the the one where they land on the moon and the rocks were a oh, life form? Like what was that Apollo eighteen? Uh, something like that, which was it was creepy though. That one was creepy. Or look at Cloverfield when he landed here, and then all the the weird shit started popping off his back and yeah. making everybody go crazy. Yep. That fucking suck. Right. Have to fight Cloverfield and zombies. Now, the next one is another, I, I find it another plausible one. It's called WZ, Weaponized Zombies. Are zombie life forms deliberately created via bio-biomechanical engineering for the purpose of becoming or being employed as weapons? Zombie weapon, weaponization programs and supporting infrastructures are included in the COAs to deal with threats. So that one, you know, that one goes back to like your gene editing, oh, your virus yeah. editing and stuff like that. And then definitely plausible. Yeah, for sure. And now this one is a little more curious because it's almost like it's kind of, that could kind of be like Manchurian candidate. Yeah, it's basically like let's create a battalion of these things. Like the Winter Soldier or some shit. Right. Like once they hear a say say a government goes in and does this to a bunch of soldiers. You know what? Like implants this shit or mind control or whatever and as soon as they hear a uh, trigger word or whatever they just they have one mission in mind so that's, right. that's essentially making them a zombie yeah especially if it altered their way of thinking you know because it could to them it could it, essentially if you wanted to get really advanced there was almost like a uh, a black mirror episode where they implant something in their brain and it gives them like optics in their eyes and stuff and it makes them see other humans as basically zombies and so they kill them. That's but then up. some dude gets jogged and he starts seeing things in the real world and questions everything. But this last one is, well, there's two, there's three more to go over, but this next one is weird because it, it really makes me think of uh, Spider-Man. It's called, it's labeled as S-I-Z, Symbiont Infected Zombies. Oh, shit. They are zombie life forms originating from the introduction of symbiote life, a symbiote life form into an otherwise healthy host. Although the symptoms of symbiote zombies is similar in most regards to pathogenic zombies, the symbiote does not kill the host organism quickly or at all. However, there is no known way to save an organism after zombies have occurred even if the symbiont is removed. Like that shit's already happening now with the that weird ass fungus that takes over grasshoppers and ants and shit. Yeah, and there's worms that do it too. Yeah, and then causes them like one it causes them to drown themselves. Yeah. And then that helps produce spores or some shit like like what's stopping that from getting into fucking people? Right. Well, I'm dropping F bombs left and right. I think it's cuz of all the cold medicine. <laughs> But, you know, in in their wording here is curious, you know. Um, it says there is no known way to save an organism after this occurs. Yeah, you take the symbiote out and just it's dead. But it the wording is curious to me, you know, because it's like we've tried this. We've yeah. tried removing the symbiote from the, the living organism and it didn't work. It worked for Tom Hardy. Well, it's because he's Tom Hardy and he's awesome. That's true. The next one is kind of funny <laughs> because of the little pun they put at the end, but the next one is called VZ, Vegetarian Zombies. <laughs> what? <laughs> they are a zombie life form originating from any cause but pose no direct threat to humans because they only eat plant life, which, as you go in, you find out why these would be so dangerous. If they eat all the fucking plants, we're going to starve to death. Exactly. Although VZs don't attack humans or other animal life, they will consume all plant life in front of them. They can, can they can cause massive deforestation or elimination of basic food crops essential to humans. And the little pun is 
instead of uh, all your brain-eating zombies growing in or brains, they they now grown grains. <laughs> Vegans. Now this last one. <laughs> just, just kidding. This last one is funny, but it's also scary because this is the f- only recorded case of zombies actually existing. It's labeled as CZ, chicken zombies. And it says, this is the only proven case of zombies they occur. Or this is the only proven case of zombies. They occur when old hens that can no longer lay eggs are incorrectly euthanized by poultry farmers using carbon monoxide. The hens are then deposited in large piles to decompose. The hens appear to be dead when buried but inexplicably come back to life and dig themselves out from the piles of the dead. What? Now, they they will basically weasel their way out, and they're not really that coherent, but they move around and everything else, and then eventually, you know, everything fails again, and they they die. Well, that's what happens when you bury your chickens in the pet cemetery. Yeah. So don't do that. (laughs) Now... There was some other stuff that I, I went into because this this thing is just the documents from the the DoD and stuff. As you can imagine, it's long. But there's a couple other things that I found pretty interesting. There, the, you know, there's some environmental effects. This is another one that is kind of a red flag for me. The viral pathogens that cause PZs have some vulnerability vulnerability to ultraviolet light. UV light impart the functions of ribonucleic acids that comprise most viral life forms. At best, UV light can disrupt virus reproduction in healthy cells. So basically, that is saying that they expect more zombie activity at night than during the day because the sunlight will actually start to cause them pain because it's disrupting the actual virus that's inside them. Which, if you think about it, you know, entertain that thought of an actual zombie apocalypse, you can almost bank that all of your utilities are going to be down. So when the the scariest time of the day is obviously going to be the night, because you're not going to be able to see anything, and that's whenever they propose there will be more activity, which is scary to think about. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, and then it actually has, in this, it has assumption, like a, a list that's called assumptions. And I found three of them that stuck out to me. One was zombie forces will become stronger with each human casualty, which makes sense. Oh, yeah. Every every one human loss is a zombie gain, exactly. essentially. Exactly. Numbers add up pretty quick after that. Now, this is this is another curious statement. There is no known medical cure for a zombie pathogen. At this time, it can be assumed that once a human turns, they cannot be cured or reverted to human status. Only killed. Seek out the nearest CDC for any hopes of medical breakthroughs during a time of a pandemic. And then there was another one that was interesting. And if you are one of those people that like to prepare for the zombie apocalypse, here's something that you should take note of. Marketing materials for most hand sanitizer products indicate the product kills 99% of all germs. Although none of these products has ever indicated any effect against biohazard level 4 pathogens like Ebola, it is possible that such products could limit or delay the spread of pathogens. Wouldn't that be a f- f- goddamn mindfuck? Yeah. Put some hand sanitizer on, bro. Yeah. Can't get you. Yeah, the one thing that saves us is what Sarah's got hoarded in her purse. <laughs> Holy shit. Now, I didn't, I, I'm kind of doing like a breakdown of the initial plan here because the plan is very in-depth and it's very, it's worded in a way that's kind of hard to understand. But here's the essential breakdown. In the first phase of their plan, authorities will instruct everyone on how to kill the zombies. You know, obviously, we all know how by the movies you shoot them in the head. Oh, yeah. But clearly, 
with that being said, the second phase is is called is labeled as deterrence. And it's funny that they even put this as a phase because it says zombies cannot be deterred. <laughs> Here's your deterrence. There aren't any. But what they want from no this food. what they want from this is uh, they want us to have confidence in the government's ability to protect us and eliminate the threat in the last few you know in the last few phases the military is going to sweep infected areas killing zombies and burning the bodies removing all threat of infection then the government and this this is weird wording the government will rebuild authority over the living population while eliminating the last bits of zombies so the government's got to get theirs back in you know it almost <clears throat> It almost sounds to me like this is a plan for some kind of epidemic, not zombie epidemic. You know well, I mean? well, like I said, it was it was more designed for that type of thinking. Yeah, you know, yeah. they just use this as like like let's take a fun technique. It's let's not, say the fucking black plague reemerges or smallpox reemerges, and it starts wiping people the hell out. Yeah, the last thing somebody wants to find on the internet is a breakdown of how to take care of a black plague ap- epidemic. Right. You know what I mean? That's going to make people be like, oh, shit. You know, I thought we didn't have to worry about that anymore. But see, the way I think is that's helpful information. Now they're just like, they're just putting zombies in there because it's a pop culture phenomenon and everybody's right. just going to be like, oh, well, that's weird. But it's almost um, like they're using it to as like a smokescreen for something else. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure, and that's just what kind of ease the tension. That's basically what this this whole drill is. It's it's to help think outside the box. It's not they say it's not legitimately for zombies, but like I said, there are a lot of sub suspect things being stated in this document. Now I I broke away from the document <laughs> because it just. It's very monotonous reading that whole thing. But there was a study that asked the students, how plausible is it that we would survive a zombie apocalypse? And the odds on the first study are extremely grim. It it basically says that at best, we wouldn't make it past 100 days. I was just looking at that. Yeah. Which is scary. They said in this this article that I just pulled up, it's put together from the British Medical Journal, The Lancet. It's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek paper they put together called Zombie Infections, Epidemiology, Treatment, and Prevention. It said that the zombie hordes would take the Earth's population down to 273 survivors in 100 days. That's crazy. And, the, you know, the those people would probably be the people that hold up in the mountains and stuff where it's nice and cold. They used the SEER model to come to this conclusion, which is using epidemiology to stimulate how disease spread over time. It's not the first time zombies have been used as a public health metaphor. Um, in the analysis, the University of Leicester undergraduates assumed that each zombie would have a 90% success chance or success at finding and infecting one human per day. Right. So that's going to just start stacking on top of one. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you got to understand with this type of research, they have to put in different boundaries because yeah. in with the same group, they altered the parameters of the study. And I didn't mean to steal your thunder there. No, it's fine. Um, they altered the parameters, and with this one, it said it would take humans around two to three years to finally wipe all the zombies out just changing the parameters so i know that a lot of people publish on the grim one because it's it's the most clickbaity yeah that's crazy you said if it was if the zombies had a 90 percent success rate of finding one in affecting one human per day that rate would be twice as contagious as the black death from the 1300s which is insane they estimate that a zombie could live up to 20 days without eating, I'm assuming, without brains, it says. Yeah. 
Assuming a starting population of 7.5 billion people, approximately the world's population today, the students calculated that it would take 20 days for a single zombie to start an epidemic of noticeable proportion. At that point, the pandemic would have begun, assuming no geographic isolation. In fact, the human population would drop to 181 by the 100th day of the epidemic, with 190 million zombies roaming. Which, I mean, the odds are, you're not, it's done. It's done. But uh, with that being said, getting past this study for a second, I started looking into what are the chances of a zombie apocalypse? Like what? More, more or less the virus pathogen-based one. Because like we were talking about, to me, this is probably the most plausible one. You know, especially if you factor out the space stuff. Because I, I still could see space, that scenario, dropping in on us, too. But I was reading some information that it could actually be possible because there are already viruses out there that kind of put people and animals in a zombie state. Now, as we discussed earlier, rabies is a prime example. And rabies infects the central nervous system which can drive people to be violently mad. But, and here's the kicker, if someone combined rabies with the ability of, say, the flu virus, then you would have a virus that not only spreads like wildfire, but in, you know it absolutely has the potential to infect like wildfire because everybody catches the flu. And, I mean, it's it's an airborne virus, which is the hardest to combat because you would have to isolate everyone away from everyone, which we're people, and that doesn't happen. We don't do that type of stuff. And, you know, with that being said, there's, there's actually a... I read somewhere where it was saying that the outbreak in a situation like that would be even worse because people's will to survive... Even if they knew they had been bitten or infected, they would be hesitant to tell oh, you know, people around them. It's a common zombie trope, or like zombie yeah. movie trope. Like you're going to hide it because you don't want to die. Right, even exactly. If it, even if you put everyone else in your house at risk, you're like, man. But what if I, what if I make it? Yeah, I could be immune to it. <laughs> and if you want, like there's a movie called Wreck, but there's an American version of it called Quarantine, and it's about, spoiler alert, a kind of weaponized version of rabies and you should watch it. It's, it's heavy. Yeah. But, uh, this, this rabies talk, if it, if it were to set in, like if you just got rabies now as, as it sits, if it were to set in within a week, it would most likely be fatal if you didn't get it treated. But, and this is where things like CRISPR and all this new technology comes into play. If the gen- genetic code of the rabies virus went through enough changes or mutations, its incubation time could be re- reduced according to scientists. And this is this was done by scientists. And the scary thing about viruses is that viruses naturally have a high mutation rate. And they're always constantly changing to evade or bypass defenses of the host. One scientist even went out to say that if rabies could mature fast enough, it could cause infection within an hour or two. That wouldn't be terrible. Yeah. And it to me, it's highly plausible that, I mean, come on. You know, not to talk shit on scientists, but these guys are always pushing the envelope. Why Why would it be far-fetched to think that somebody out there is going to be like, you know what, let's just mix rabies with the flu oh, or yeah. Ebola with the flu They're or whatever. always doing shit like yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, Look at the Large Hadron Collider. I know it has nothing to do with this, but it just it kind of circles back to like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. And then not to mention, with weaponizing things... What does that also bring out with humans? Greed. 
Oh yeah, and like you talk about selling. If you have created the most deadly virus on the planet, talk about becoming rich because you could market that to every country. Hand sanitizer is going to go through the roof, dog. No doubt. I guess everybody needs to start buying stock and hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't during the Cold War when Russia and everybody was talking about weaponizing smallpox and putting them on the head. Like Probably. On the, Tips of warheads. And yeah, shit. Well, I remember. I remember that threat that people were talking about putting smallpox on warheads. Now, just imagine if it was fucking zombie rabies. Well, yeah, and then then we're gonna have radiated smallpox flying out everywhere. Yeah. So if you if you you, didn't, you just drop that in a small town and everyone that gets infected with it is just gonna infect more people, and then it'd just be a shit show. Absolutely. You know, but. Let's have a little bit of fun here for a second because I'm 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 past a lot of the fact-based stuff and the you know past the document. Let's pretend a zombie apocalypse actually happens. You know, what's your first move, Steve? What do you think you're going to do? I don't know. <laughs> I would have went to the discount house and just hold up in there, but it's shut down. Yeah, it's gone, man. Cuz you had all the ammunition. All the snacks. Slam gems. You could have just got on the roof and yeah. just hung out. Yep. Until you ran out of food. Yep. But now, I don't know, get to my kids, make sure they're kosher. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, to me, it's just thinking about it is is completely disheartening. I mean, if you had... Zombie zombies, I would. I don't think I'd be that worried. Like the dead, like uh, yeah, those zombies is shit. whatever, dude. I'll walk. I'll speed walk past you. Yeah, that's, I'll be that's an idiot. Not, I'll be an idiot speed walking down the street. But I feel like that's so improbable. Like the dead rising from the grave is just completely out of the realm of yeah. ever being able to happen ever. Right. But now these virus zombies and the alien zombies and dude, you're the, talking like 28 days later type of shit. And that running. stuff is scary because they are all Olympic sprinters. And even the rats are scared of them. You remember that in 20, is that 28 days later? Yes. Where they're, they're in, in the, the subway tunnel. tunnel or yeah. not the subway tunnel, but the car tunnel. And yes. And you hear the noise and it's the rats running away yeah. from these sons of bitches. Like, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what i do. I mean, it would, essentially, in my eyes, it would be like any other type of major disaster. Especially. Just hole up and fend for yourself. That's all it's going to be, and that's that's what sucks about the world. Because not only do you have to worry about, for the example, zombies, but you have to worry about your neighbors, too. Because it's going to get to a point where everybody starts running out of food and water. Shit, dog, after 100 days, you ain't going to worry about that because there's only going to be 273 surviving <laughs> anyway. Well, I don't necessarily want to be eaten <laughs> or by, turned. By but a human or a zombie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be on the dinner list. But, you know, you, the cities are what's going to stay out of cities. And that's for any natural disaster. If anything crazy ever happens, you know, super volcano, the, the grid goes down, the economy collapses, you name it. Comet if, strike. If I was in the city, strike. I would be, I would pack a bag within five minutes. And as long as I had my family with me, I'd be getting the fuck out of there. Because the cities are what's going to, they are going to be war zones, utter war zones. And then, you you know, if you had sprinkled on zombies on top of this, I, I could see a city falling within hours. If you guys have, haven't have read it yet, you should read the novel World War Z, not the stupid Brad Pitt movie because it's got the same name but it has nothing to do with it. Hey, Brad Pitt's the truth, though. That's true but not in that movie. <laughs> Read the book. It's like a step-by-step uh, account of people who have actually survived what they call the zombie war, the great zombie war. It's so well-written, and the way Max Brooks writes, it it almost it, it almost reads like a historical document, like it really happened, like all these people's accounts are so real. I need to get the audio book and just listen to it's, it. It's awesome. It's awesome. I know you've talked to me about it a thousand times. Yeah, they and I go. Still haven't done they it. go from everyday people like farmers that live out in the middle of nowhere that survive to military guys who are right in the thick of the shit 
that was going on and it's just it's nuts yeah it's awesome i i i think i'm gonna do that i think i'm gonna buy the book and just the audio book i don't i don't read that stuff's overrated <laughs> takes too long <laughs> <laughs> no but i thought it'd be a fun episode to just kind of dabble with and and like i said i mean am i wrong that some of the wording and stuff in here throws up some red flags. Almost makes you think that they've already like piddled with this a little bit. That's no. kind of what I'm vibing. I'm I'm kind of vibing that even if you you remove the general stereotype of zombie, it's it's like they know something. I mean, obviously they do. Of course but, they do. But they know more about this stuff than they're willing to let on. Which I mean, I don't necessarily blame them because the thought of Something like this happening is absolutely terrifying. Yes, yeah, sucks. You know, because, I mean, shit, people freak out when, you remember when the Ebola hit and we had the one person that came to America f- from wherever that had Ebola? That, that shit's scary to think about. And the Black Plague and stuff still resurfaces from time to time. Yeah, I don't want to get the Black Plague either. No, and I mean, that's what everybody needs to to think about is how viruses do constantly mutate especially with to this, win like you said with as much as scientists you know mess around with shit they're like hey we probably shouldn't do this but let's just see if it works yeah you know? know dude totally that that is extremely possible you know because odds are they're like well we're not going to get this to work and then it happens and they're like oh shit i just read the other day that like, apparently there's only like two places in the world that contain the live vials of smallpox that's known of i'm sure like when the cold war broke out and soviet union collapsed there's probably some that got away but the one in russia caught fire and there was an explosion a couple weeks ago apparently the smallpox virus is fine but it was just creepy to read about yeah i mean you i mean i guess i do kind of understand i wanted to say why would you even keep the virus anywhere, but the only way you're going to get antivirus is to have a virus. Exactly. You know, because if, if that were to pop up or even, even a mutation of another virus that was relatively similar, they have a base to work off of at least a starting point, you know, to attack. Definitely. But I don't know. All that stuff scares me because human, human curiosity is dumb. Probably going to be our downfall. Fuck yes, it's going to be our downfall. If some rogue asteroid doesn't take us out, or super volcano. We'll do it to ourselves. It's probably just going to be us. It will. There's dicking, no doubt about it. around with shit. There's no doubt about it. We as people are way too curious about shit. You know, it's like Icarus. Just flying too close to the sun. That's exactly what we're going to do. If we already have it. I guarantee that we've created viruses out there that nobody even knows about. And they're like, well, we're just gonna we're just gonna tuck this one away. It's there, and it, it makes you think gonna, like, how crazy is it, it that all these new viruses just pop up all the time? Like, yeah. had anybody heard about Zika virus or that E-E-E. five years ago, or EEE two years ago, or the bird flu, or the swine flu, or any of that bullshit? Yeah, no, no, they just pop up out of do these things. Just like, are they just lying dormant, <laughs> and all of a sudden? Someone's digging out in a forest somewhere and unearths this virus. Or Antarctica. Or is it more plausible that people are fucking around with shit in some laboratory and it's getting out that way? Dude, a lot of people are convinced that like the bird flu and swine flu and stuff are government made. Wouldn't shock you. No, and I mean, if you dig into the NWO and blah, 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 or, or the Georgia Stones. Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, but they, you know, like the Georgia Stones, nobody really knows who created them. They think the Rosicrucians did it, but there is actually an ideal population number on it. And you hear people talk about it all the time. It's not 7.5 billion. No, not even close. You know, there, there are a lot of people that talk about it, that talk about population control, even with the GMO shit. And there's people who talk about it that don't even relate it to the NWO or anything like that. But... You hear population control. And I mean, fuck with cancer. People think they have a cure for cancer, but they don't want to give it to us because... We're worth so much more sick. Yeah, we are so willing 
to pay for treatment than allow ourselves to be taken. Which? This just got really heavy. It's possible. It is totally possible. And, And the way I think about that type of shit, and it is getting heavy, but the way I think about it is how much fucking money have people donated to just even simple types of research? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're always seeing donations for, you know, cancer or oh, yeah, this or that. And, and dude, you know that pe- there, you know there's been millions, if not billions of dollars dedicated to this type of research. You but mean to tell way me more money made in chemotherapy and yes. drugs and insurance right. and shit like that. You mean to fucking tell me we can shoot a guy in a goddamn outer space, <laughs> but we can't figure out how to cure something on our own planet. I don't buy that one bit. Sorry. I, I thought you didn't believe we went to the moon. Well, I don't, but it's whatever. Point made. Yeah. That's, that's I just get it. trying to make a point. I get it. Assholes. <laughs> no, nah, but we can, we can build. I mean, the human race has been, we've been so accomplished and, you know, over time. I just find it highly improbable that we haven't found a cure for a lot of this shit. They're talking like there's strains of like just normal bacteria that are becoming immune to everything now that normal antibiotics can't handle them. I believe it. You know, so you, every, every, all the shit just mutates. Like it's like you said earlier on, it just mutates to make itself stronger. Same, same way we do it, you know, for sure. I mean, it just, it's almost like, uh, the circle of life is starting to evolve again to take us back down <laughs> a notch. Down you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I say to close off the episode, we rewind a little bit and you go back to all those different types of zombies and we just like talk about the probability of them happening. All right, cool. Because we're getting heavy in that cancer talk, dog. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm opinionated. I apologize. <laughs> no need. All right. That's so what we're here for. So I think we both agree the PZ is probably the most logical. That's the the pathogenic virus. zombie. Yeah, that's that's my number one because I back that. Like like I said, does new diseases pop up all the time? Either they're being created in a lab or they're coming from somewhere. Like like look at the the damn like you said Antarctica, all the ice melting out there. Who's to say yeah, that there's that- not some fucked up disease? Buried under a mile of ice that's getting ready to melt out in the next 10 years. Right. Turn us all into eating each other. Exactly. All right. So that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be number one. What's if your... shit's going to go down, that's probably going to be the reason why. Okay. Um, I think my number two pick. I don't remember them. Here, they're right there. Okay. So I think, I think my number two pick is probably going to be weaponized zombies. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's pretty plausible. You know, because all that stating is that. So I bet I the first pick, I, I feel like that's more of like a natural virus that pops up. With the wep- weaponized zombies, I kind of feel like, and I could be totally wrong, but I kind of feel like this is us tampering with bullshit. Oh yeah. To create this zombie horde to work in whatever nation's benefit or whatever yeah, person's it's, benefit. Yeah, it's not virus related at all. I mean, it, it could be. It's yeah, just I that mean, that's true. That we we designed it yeah. to do this. So That's think, pretty plausible. I think weaponized zombies is probably my as long as my understanding is correct, then weaponized is my number two pick. Yeah, uh, mine too. I don't trust humans, and I wouldn't put Fuck it past no. us to do that shit. I was just talking to my wife about that today. So yeah, it's probably two. Um, I think my number three. More so for my lack of knowledge in radiation, I think my number three is going to be space zombie. Yeah, I could see that. Because there could be there could be life viruses and shit out there that hits the earth that we don't even know about. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. Absolutely. We don't even know shit at all. Well, shit, there's, there's theories that state that that's where we probably came from. Or even, you know, even you take us out of the... We won't even get into that debate. But there are people that think um, the octopus is not from this planet because it's 
his genes are are unlike anything that has ever been found in the ocean. I had, it's funny you say that because I had a guy at work that's wanting to do, want us to do an episode on the octopus. No shit. Yeah, he asked me about <laughs> a couple weeks ago. That's that's kind of ironic. Maybe it's coming your way, Bobby. Hey. <laughs> um. Next, radiation zombie seems like it could be a thing. Yeah, you know? the only reason why it falls lower on the list, like I said, I don't know. I don't know shit about you know extreme doses of the electromagnetic or particle radiation. I don't know shit about it, so I, I can't. Either. I can't really put a a finger on it. You know, I I almost say that for me personally, um, the radiation and the symbiote zombies kind of tie for fourth place for me. Yeah, but just because, there, like you said, there's not a lot of information on it. I mean, we know how radiation affects the body, but what that we just know what they tell us, right? You know what I mean. And symbiote, I mean, like you were saying, symbiote may maybe symbiote should be higher on my list. Maybe it should be three instead of space zombies, because they're already you know. Oh yeah. Cases. I was reading one that there's a parasite in, um, uh, starling. You know, starling bird. Yeah. And it's shit that a pill bug will eat and get the parasite in it, and it causes it to make, to do hazardous shit, shit that it should, it wouldn't do. Yeah. Like, it makes itself known, it makes itself visible to other starlings, which are its, like, number one predator. Right. So it, in turn, eats the parasitic pill bug as food, therefore spreading the parasite back to the starling, a new starling, which shits and gets more. Yeah. All it would take. Rats and cats do the same thing. I forget that disease. But that one actually, that one can transfer to humans. The rat cat one. I cannot remember what it's called. There's there's funguses that do that shit too. Like all it would take would be it to mutate enough to get into humans. It may not make us into like a zombie to where it'll it'll spread it around and kill people and all that shit. It'll still fuck us up. But it could could make it to where like say we just start doing – at maybe maybe we get a parasite that causes us to kill ourselves. You know, could you imagine that oh, kind of like? What was that movie called? Um, I can I always oh forget yeah. the name of this movie. Mark the happening, Wahlberg. yeah. The happening, yeah. Like where the plants do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, Fuck that. Yeah, that's that would be it. Or you get some some scientific asshole that makes takes those funguses and those bacteria and make them. They weaponize them. Yeah. Change it to where they are in humans, and they're like, here, let's just try this for a little bit. True that. So, True that. That one, dude. That's that symbiote shit scares me more. I'm gonna move it up higher on the list because it's already out there. Right. True. It's just not happening to humans. Right on. No, I, I can respect that. So maybe maybe that one falls three on the list. Yeah. Knocking, you know, knocking weaponized to four, space. space to five, maybe, or yeah. whatever. The I don't even know what number on now. You guys will figure it out. Next one would probably be my evil magic zombies, my voodoo zombies, because yeah. I don't feel like that would be on a global scale. Those are going to be one-off things. True. There's going to be people just like fucking around with the black magic and being like, hey, I'm going to make this dude do my bidding for a little bit. Right. Probability. Probably. It's probable. Is it going to end the world? There's been cases. It's going to end the world? Nah. There's been cases. But... I don't know. I'm not going to dig into that subject. but <laughs> That's so, for another episode. Yeah, I mean, we're going to rule the chicken zombie thing out. That one's gone. Because it already happened. It's, it's already true. happened, and then we didn't go and eat people, so that don't count. Let's scratch Vegeta- that one off the list. But That's the like vegetarian zombies is going to be the last on the list. But with the bringing up of um, the happening, so, I mean, I guess the way I see it, the way I would picture it in my head, it's kind of like the happening, except it puts us into more of... Instead of plants causing know, people to kill weird. themselves, it'd just be people killing plants. Or It doesn't even have to be people. Like, you started it off, it said any any kind of living organism. Like, what if That's what true. if something happens... Like a locust. And ants. Ants Ant, just yeah. start eating the shit out of all the vegetation. I read somewhere that if if there was something to happen to kill off all humans you would assume them to be big enough to kill off all like major mammals what would be left at the 
the thing that would climb to the top of the food chain next would be ants. They would be the primary big <laughs> heavy hitter because their, their numbers are just so fucking many. Yeah, they are everywhere. Like, I hate how would them you? Things. Yeah, they they probably don't even have any idea how many ants. Are. There's probably probably not probably ten billion ants underneath my house. I fight with them all the time. <laughs> Same here. Can you imagine if they just went out and just started eating everything? Yeah, yeah. That would. I mean, that's a good point. That's. Or you look at you look at videos of uh, like locust swarms and shit. How they just. I mean, it is literally like out of a movie. Think if every insect teamed together to eat all the vegetation on the planet. That would fucking suck. But that would also be like a suicide mission too. They don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean the ants. I could. They, I could see the ants going either way because you always see ants like swarming little dead bug bodies and stuff. Yeah, they're they're hungry. They're, they're assholes. They're gonna eat whatever. They're assholes. And just man. think, as soon as we all start starving, that's just more food for them to eat as we start dropping that's off. That's true. They're be kings of the hill, dog. That's right. Until they starve. Yeah. Then they're just gonna start eating each other and just gonna be ant. We are way over time. We're in cannibalizing, cannibalizing ants. That's all right. In the name of Con Up 8888. Yeah. Or whatever you want to put the eights together. I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right, we're gonna wrap it up there. Right on. Cold medicine is taking us way over time. <laughs> so thanks for hanging out with us and talking zombies. Yeah, it was fun. Check us out on all our social medias: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Just drop by, say hi, call us, leave us a message. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, share us. That'd be dope. Let's get more conversation going, even, oh. if, even if it's just with us. All your creepy friends, all your friends that are into weird shit, tell them about us. For sure. But until next time, stay safe out there. Keep your eyes peeled for zombie ants, and let's get weird. <laughs>